Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the LaughSpin podcast. My name is Mike, and here with me, Dylan Godino, LaughSpin editor-in-chief. Hello, buddy. Hey, how are you? Good. Good. I'm uh, sitting in my hot room here. It's hot in this room. Yeah, you got a nice, uh, what is that, a Charlotte? I don't know anything about sports. Charlotte what, beavers? (laughs) Charlotte beavers, is that right? It's an old school Charlotte Hornet jersey that I have on. Um, I'm kicking it old school. That could be from 2013 as far as I know. As far as you know, you are ill-equipped for sports knowledge. I, I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I, I listen. Yeah. I'm a good listener, so I absorb stuff, and I could, I could say shit uh, okay. strategically, like, yes. in, the, in the midst of a conversation, right. and then, like, get out. Like, I get in, get out, and, it would, right. and you would think that I know a little something about sports. Wow. You're, you're like the equivalent of a well-rounded female that I'd like to date. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So that's, right. uh, huh. I'm, uh, yeah, that's, that's about my, uh, my, my sports knowledge. Your extent. That's, that's all right. That's okay. Yeah, no, nobody, you don't have to get all into it. It's, it's fine. I'm not really into sports that much either, honestly. I can't be I awesome. Can. I can't be awesome and knowledgeable about everything. You know what I mean? I know. It's really hard. Trust me. I've been doing it for a couple of years. It's really terrible. <laughs> it's difficult to do. <laughs> Uh, we have uh, all kinds of crap happenings going on. Um, first of all, though, on the Laughspin site, you have a Margaret Cho interview. Yeah, I recently talked to the uh, to the Choster, as as you we did. as I call her. You know, <laughs> right now we're pretty you call we're pretty tight. Nice. Yeah, I talked to Margaret. She's doing about a million things. She's uh, she's about to launch another leg of her tour. She's on that show, Drop Dead Diva. She's got her own web series. Uh, she's been guest hosting The View. She's kind of vying for a full-time position there. Really? And uh, Yeah. And, and she revealed to me that she is coming out with uh, a new album at the beginning of next year. It will be her second musical comedy album. So Ooh. I am looking All forward right. to that. So yeah, that interview is on there. And uh, what else did I want to tip you guys off about? Oh, the first, the first, this is big news. Everyone loves the Muppets. The first, of course, the first Who doesn't tra- teaser them? trailer for the Muppets Most Wanted is, mm-hmm. uh, is on the site as well. Ricky Gervais, Tina Fey, and Ty Burrell are in that. And um, yeah, looking forward to that. I think the, uh, I think I'll go see that in the, in the theaters. I'll bring the, uh, the five-year-old to that. That's a good idea. I just just watched the the teaser trailer, and one thing that kind of made me I don't know what was it? What scene about where just it looked like they were in a concentration camp? What the hell's going on? Yeah, do you remember <laughs> months ago we did an episode uh, about not about but in within the episode we talked about some of the casting uh, of the new Muppets movie, and the news mm-hmm. was that Tina Fey was going to play a Russian gulag <laughs> officer. All right. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I questioned at that point and nobody else like in the, in the uh, online or in the blogosphere seemed to question it 
because I mean, that's how it was described. That's how like the Hollywood reporter described it. And if you know what that is, it's basically like you said, it's like a Russian version of a concentration camp. Um, I mean, just Google it. It's awful. So I, I I assume that the that that script what you could gulag it. I could gulag it. (laughs) 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 Working people till they die. Um. I don't know if the description was off or if they're using a gulag <laughs> officer like in a in a kind of general sense, but it is in the royal sense. Yes, royal it, gulag. It is not at all a general <laughs> term. It is a very specific uh, type of officer, one in which worked during a certain point in <laughs> Russia's history at. Work camps that worked people to death, literally to death. <laughs> and so that's what Tina Fey is playing, according to the mainstream media's reports. So it's called Scooter's List. <laughs> you know, now that you say that, I remember during that episode, I yes. think you made a few cracks that were that were funny. Well, I'm going to I'm going to have to go back to that episode. I, know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember, but I, 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 yeah, that's kind of, and also too, looking at the teaser, it kind of also looks like a little bit of like National Lampoon's European vacation with Muppets. You know what I mean? Yeah, it did look, well, it's definitely, um, yeah, it's definitely a, um, a location movie. It's, uh, they filmed it, Mm. I believe in all, I don't know if they filmed it all over, but I knew they, I know they were filming in England. Um, so it's definitely, um, yeah, it definitely looks like, uh, the, the Muppets take, uh, a world, a world tour type of deal. <laughs> Muppets go abroad. Yeah. All right. Cool. And that comes out uh, next spring. So, but uh, yeah. you can see the teaser trailer online and, uh, you know, all over the place now. Um, all right. Let's get into the comedy news. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff to talk let's, about. Let's. Let's do it. Comedy news. The first thing uh, up there, and this has been kind of all over the place the past couple of days. Uh, there's a YouTube star, and we'll put that in. In brackets, in air brackets. Sure. Um, steals from Patrice O'Neill. Steals jokes from Patrice O'Neill. Offers no apologies. This is uh, this is this thing. He's this guy. I I don't even know. I honestly, I once I saw it. Once I saw that was the kind of the headline. I didn't even really bother to learn his name. Yeah. <laughs> um, and because I think he's just trying to get a rise out of people to get notoriety. And yeah, you uh, think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh yeah, so what's this what's the story here? What's the backstory? So, uh, yeah, so this, this guy named Kane Carter and my guess is if you are under the age of like 25 or maybe mm. 20, you might know who he is. I had no idea who he was. I'm 35. Mm, I'm not no clue. I'm not too into YouTube celebrities, but he's he's got a, an, an extremely large following on YouTube. Uh, he does really he, he does he really does um so he's got many many videos it's basically he's part of this new generation of you know online celebrity where they go on youtube and they just monologue for like a few minutes and they do these quick cut videos where mm-hmm. it's obvious they don't need any sort of skill as far as timing or pacing or memorization it's just them talking and then it's these quick cuts 
and it's all edited together in such a way that it looks and sounds like really fast paced, like an Aaron Sorkin show, like really fast paced, quick cuts, witty banter. And, mm. but it's all just, it's all smoke and mirrors. But anyway, so this is what this guy does. He gives his opinions on things and all this other stuff. And he's, and he's grown a, you know, a relatively large following online. So anyway, um, it seems that a bunch of his videos, maybe there was like five or six or seven videos. He was borrowing liberally from Patrice O'Neill. Uh, either from his stand-up or appearances he's made on television shows or on podcasts. But not only is he stealing, at times verbatim, his jokes, but he's stealing his ideas. I mean, Patrice was known, you know, if you're a fan, you would consider him sort of a comedy philosopher of sorts. Mm -hmm. So he Mm -hmm. was known as a guy with an extreme... I mean, to say Patrice had a very strong point of view would be a severe understatement. Mm-hmm. So he's he's not only stealing his jokes, but he's stealing his point of view. And Dante Nero, who is a comedian and a podcast host, he hosts the Beige Phillips show. He called him out during one of his podcast episodes. And I'm not sure who uploaded the video uh, originally, I don't know if it's fans. I, I'm honestly not sure if it was Dante himself. I don't. I don't think Dante did it. Um, but anyway, there's videos, and you could see them on Laughspin, where they're basically side by side comparisons of uh, you know you'll hear Patrice say something, and then you'll hear this guy Kane Carter. He's a 26 year old, um, and and you'll see the the side by side comparisons. So Dante Nero calls him out on the show and also calls him and, you know, tries to, you know, as pro, you know, expects that he's going to apologize or, or admit that he fucked up, but he really didn't. And so I hope that's enough backstory um, because yeah. now I want, he did, this guy Kane Carter um, did post a video in response to people calling him out and calling him, uh, a joke thief, and I wanted to listen to that now. You ever been watching one of my videos and thought to yourself, that shit sound familiar? Well, it should, because I owe a lot of what I am now and a lot of what I'm becoming to one man, and that man is Patrice O'Neill. I didn't even know who Patrice was till about two weeks before he passed. My homeboy showed me the uh, elephant in the room stand-up, and you know how you see a comedian on TV that you never heard of? You really don't want to give a motherfucker a chance, right? But from the moment it came on, nigga, instant comedy. Then after that, I started to search for more shit, and that's when I found out that this nigga was actually a big deal. Mosquito. Then I came across his relationship segments. And then to hear this nigga speak was like, like you ever you ever had a bunch of thoughts in your head, but you didn't know how to put it into words. And then for somebody to come along and say everything that you were trying to say, and they spit it so fucking, so fucking poetically. Like this shit wasn't even comedy to me anymore. It was, it was fucking poetry. That's how deep this nigga was. And then two weeks later, I see a Facebook status saying RIP. That's when I started feeling like uh, the little white girl in the AT&T commercial. You really like it. You want more. Then you come to the realization that there is no more. There will never be anything new. So now it's like, how do you preserve what's already been done? And as I'm thinking about that question, I came across a short clip of him. And he said something that made me feel like he could have been sitting right next to me. He said, if I speak, 
I live. So anytime I spit a Patrice line or idea or a whole video verbatim, I guess that's my way of, of being a vessel that he speaks through to continue to live. So for somebody who's never met him but admires and respects the hell out of him, I guess this is me keeping him alive in my own way. Shout out to Dante Nero, Opie and Anthony, everybody that makes the Beige Phillips show happen. Anybody who continues to keep Patrice's legacy of truth and righteousness alive. He one of them motherfuckers that you wish you would have met before they died. It's Michael Jackson, Patrice, and uh, Prince. Prince not dead yet, but when the fuck I'm ever going to meet Prince, my nigga? All right, I got an observation. Yeah, go for it. Um, he's talking about Patrice saying, uh, when I speak, I live, or something along right. those lines. So his thought is that if he repeats verbatim or, you know, what Patrice said or ideas or whatever, then that's keeping his legacy alive. No, um, I don't <laughs> I don't think so, because it, he already said it. <laughs> um, it's not like you're saying something new on behalf of Patrice. Right. See what I'm saying you're 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 just you're just. Uh, regurgitating his words and then unfortunately um to a mass i guess of a lot of his followers of people who don't know of all who also don't know patrice is because if this guy's the biggest patrice fan in the world and didn't know about him till he's till two weeks before he died there's no way in hell that uh a good percentage of the people that follow him probably know who patrice is right um, um because he uh, otherwise he would have found out about him a lot sooner than that uh so it, it doesn't it's that's not I don't think that's paying homage to uh, Patrice. It's just capitalizing maybe uh, not intended, not intended to capitalize, but capitalizing on Patrice's thoughts and, and, and words, you know, verbatim, like you said. Um, yeah. You know, I, and uh, there was something else that I wanted to say, too. Shit. But, yeah, well, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. I mean, the fact that, I mean, first of all, this, I, I think a lot of this has to do with um, the difference of gener in generations. This kid, yeah. this guy is 26 years old. I realize I'm not, I mean, I'm nine years older than him. And I, I, I think that is a, a totally different generation. I feel like he comes from a generation where originality is not valued as much as it used to be. Mm. Um, so, and, and what is valued is presentation, just presentation, delivery, all, all this, all this shit. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like he's either the stupidest person in the world to think, to think that he could just, take Patrice O'Neill's material and deliver it as if it was his own and not get caught, mm -hmm. that would make him the stupidest person alive. Or the other, the other option is that as a 26-year-old, as a member of whatever generation he's a part of, he honestly didn't think what he was doing was wrong. No, and that's I, I think he I think that's the I think it's the latter. I think it's that one. Really? Okay. Yeah. 
I, I think the guy's heart's in the right place. He sounds like it is anyway. Um, yeah. The way he waxes poetic about it. Um, unless he just really started getting the shit beat out of him online about for it. And, and, and he did. But here's, here's the thing about that. Yeah. Apologize. Yeah. I mean... It was. It's all great that you want to say that you know you're a vessel. First of all, fuck you. He doesn't need a vessel. <laughs> it, the the vessel is not some 26 year old shithead who just heard of Patrice O'Neill two weeks before he died, yeah. and all of a sudden he's a fucking vessel. No, yeah. he's not a vessel. He's not paying homage. He's got Patrice has got an entire community of New York comedians who remember him uh every day by yeah. talking about things they did with him by having private conversations by mentioning patrice you know when they want to publicly on radio right. shows or on podcasts right they don't need him to see i mean i mean again i don't know if this is like a generational thing or just a a cockiness or just like a personality flaw like who does this kid think he is yeah that he is going to keep the memory alive of Patrice O'Neill by, you know, apologize. Say, listen, I fucked up. Right. I didn't understand what I was... If this was the case, I didn't understand what I was doing. Uh, I didn't understand the, the, the how wrong it was. I apologize. I'm going to take the videos down. Is, this guy, is this guy a stand-up? No, I don't think he. No, he's a, he's he is this person. If you start going on on YouTube now, you will find a whole breed of celebrities. They have agents, they have managers, uh, they have endorsed, they have uh, premium advertisers. It's it's a whole new business. <laughs> he's just a guy who talks to. A, he films himself in his bathroom. Mm. You know, uh, you know, talking about his philosophies on life, about relationships and stuff like that. And a few of his videos. And I'm not I mean, he definitely before this whole Patrice thing, he definitely had a following. I'm not saying that he did these Patrice things and now he's Internet famous. He was he was Internet famous. Maybe not to me. Maybe not to you. Maybe not to real what I would consider real comedy fans. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the little, you know, teeny boppers or whatever, you know. 14-year-old girls. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Relate sure. to him. Got so it. that's my whole thing. Apologize. Say, I'm sorry, I fucked up, you know, and, and then move on with it. But don't, don't rewrite history. He's basically rewriting history in this, in this, you know, reaction video. Yeah. He's saying, he's saying, oh, did you, have you noticed that maybe sometimes what I say isn't things that I came up with, oh, that's because a lot of the stuff I talk about is an influenced me uh, Patrice o by Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I assumed you guys knew that, but just in case you didn't know that, I'm just telling you now. Yeah. Um, I think the best way to deal with this, honestly, is to just ignore him. <laughs> just because... Too late. I know. It just sucks, though, because it's like, <laughs> it's like this is what he wants. He wants the notoriety. Yeah, I mean, I, the wrong the wrong things because he doesn't it, care. It doesn't sound. It doesn't to me. It doesn't sound like 
he gives he gives any shit to those uh, you know unwritten rules of comedy where it's like you don't steal, you don't you know you don't steal jokes blatantly, right. you don't because because he's not a comedian, but apparently he's passing himself off as one, so he's trying to like write his own rules. And meanwhile, you know us crusty old geezers are giving him the uh, giving him the attention that he wants. It's this like self. We're reading him. We're reading him the riot act. <laughs> Anybody that you know sits in the bathroom and videotapes himself uh, for to, for people to see, you know, to, to hopefully maybe get a snippet of something funny in it. Whatever, dude. I, you know, this is what he wants, honestly. But I don't, yeah, it's it's stupid. It's, <laughs> it's just really stupid. I mean, I, you know, say if you're influenced by him, make a nice little YouTube montage of some of your favorite bits or something, you know, and put it to some fucking cool ass music. The hip, the hip hop music that the kids are listening to these days. <laughs> Damn raps. Yeah. They listen Whatever. to the raps. I don't know what the Snoop Doggy Dog is doing. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Enough of this guy. Enough of that guy. Okay. Um, if it's any consolation, if if Patrice was around, he would fucking rip him a new asshole. That you know, that's an interesting. Um, well, yeah, no, obviously he wouldn't do it if he was alive. I don't think the kid is that stupid. No, I don't think so either, because he would get reamed. All right, let's go on to something a little bit more, uh, I don't know, happier, lighter. Toys! Fun. Toys, guys! To- toy news! Toy news! There's going to be <laughs> Legos, Lego versions of The Simpsons. So, wait, so wait, the actual like Lego sets or those Lego video games? No, Lego sets, yo. Oh, shit. So what That's is what I'm it, saying, son? What so what what kind of shit? Like what is it going to be like the house, like the Simpson house and stuff? Or I don't know. See? There there's not there's not a lot of uh about 5 months ago rumors started to surf uh surf. They rumors started to surf the waves <laughs> in the ocean and the Pacific. You know. You know how rumors do. They surf. Point they break, hang man. Um, rumors started to surface about five months ago that this was going to happen, and this week it became official. So there's not a lot of uh, info details out yet, but it's definitely going to happen uh, sometime early next year. And my guess is that they're going to start with you know the core characters. You could build you know, Homer and Maggie and Marge, and I'd, I'd have to imagine that they that they'd have to do. Uh, you know, all the, the, the quickie mart and, you know. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah, all sure. that shit, right? Nice, man. Excited. Excited. So that's cool. Uh, Donald Glover inks a deal with FX to develop his own series, as you may have heard. He's uh, only doing a couple of episodes for this uh, season of Community, the first five to be, to be exact, and then yep. they're going to write him out and do a show on FX. And he, what's the word on the show? Well, yeah, it's it's at this point, it's in the development stage. So, um, yeah, it's going to be, you know, when we last week, we we reported that he was leaving community because he wanted to focus on Childish Gambino, which is his uh, hip hop act. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's going to this show. It's tentatively titled Atlanta, and it's going to incorporate 
his his you know his musical abilities so he's he's writing he's producing he's starring in it and it's going to center around the music scene in atlanta which he is uh, a native of so that's about all we know now that's you know it's it's at fx getting developed and um yeah it's going to be donald donald glover's little baby i gotta tell you i I'm a I'm a big Donald Glover fan now. Um, after listening to it's an old episode, but listening to uh, the WTF podcast with him mm-hmm. uh, was really really cool. Just to listen to about his upbringing and uh, his childhood in Atlanta and everything, and and now um, you know the stuff with his music and his how he came into comedy and all that kind of shit. Very cool, very cool guy, and uh, I'm looking forward. To, I'll I'm look forward to see how this turns out because you know he's just uh, he seems to have he seems to have a golden touch when it comes to yeah. I mean I th- I think just think he's hugely talented. Yeah, uh, good time. Just very very diverse set of talents. Yeah. Uh, speaking of TV, Jim Gaffigan, his television show that we talked about. We actually talked about this in an, in an earlier episode. Um, yeah, but this this still might happen at CBS. There was this was there was talk about it, and then it kind of went away, and now actually still might happen. Yeah, I mean he uh, he did the pilot. Mira Sorvino was in it, and um, Janine Garofalo was in it. It's basically it's it's a single camera comedy about him. It's totally autobiographical about him and his wife raising five kids in a New York City walk up apartment. And it was on um, CBS. It was it was on the development slate, and they passed over it this last uh, pilot season. But um, they're gonna they're gonna retool it, and it's it's still it's still in the works. I think I feel like the fact that um, his book did so well. So he he did this book, Dad is Fat, which was out earlier this year. It was a New York Times bestseller. Did extremely well, and then he inked a deal to write his second, a seven figure deal. And I think, I mean, I don't, I don't have no, I have no insider knowledge, but I assume that that second book deal had something to do with it. Really? Um, well, I don't know because it's like, well, I mean, he's proven himself and he's going to have another huge book out. And I think it's just more proof to the networks or, or to CBS that they should probably be in bed with Gaffigan because he's got a huge fan base and he's proven that he's incredibly relatable and in, and, and that he can, I mean, t- to sound extremely clinical about it, uh, that he could move product. So, you know, if he could move, you know, enough books to get on the bestseller list and to ink, a, you know, a, a seven figure second book deal, mm. you know, Maybe we should spend some time retooling this show because, um, I don't know, maybe he'll have the next Big Bang Theory on his hands. Ooh, Big Bang Ooh. Theory. Well, good luck to Mr. Mr. Gaffigan and see what happens. Yeah. Um, okay. Ready? Ready for this one in the, uh, sure. in the no surprise department? Seth, Ro- <laughs> Seth Rogen going to be Roastmaster for Comedy Central's Roast of James Franco. Of course this is happening this way because Seth Rogen and James Franco are like besties. They love each other. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's the, new, that's the next uh, roast that's coming up. James Franco, which is awesome. Uh, you probably get some, you know, you probably get some of the guys in there. Uh, Craig Robinson, Jonah Hill, maybe. Maybe, right? Maybe this is the, maybe this is the time for them to show their, uh, show their chops yeah. on the, uh, the, the, uh, the dais. Um, when is this slated to come out? 
So this airs, it's going to premiere on Labor Day, which is Monday, September 2nd at 10 p.m. And it's filming in L.A. um, August 18th, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, they have not announced, as of this recording anyway, maybe by the time you're listening to this, they will have announced the the rest of the roasters. uh, But they have not yet. I assume, you know, the regulars have got to be there. Lisa Lampanelli, I assume she had to, she missed the last roast uh, of Roseanne. Um, because she had committed to, um, uh, to a theater date. And so I assume she'll be back. I assume Whitney Cummings will be back. Anthony Jeselnik, Amy Schumer. Uh, I'm sure all those cats will be there. Jeff Ross, of course. Um, definitely not Greg Giraldo. Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a vessel, man. I'm a vessel. I'll vessel you. I'm a vessel. Um, so yeah, I also hope Michael Sarah because uh, to, I hope I hope my, they get Michael Sarah because he was also in that movie. This is the end with um, all those yeah. cats. Um, I think that would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be funny if he uh... to have Michael Sarah just like lay into him and drop f bombs left and right. <laughs> well, cheap laughs, but it would be laughs nonetheless. Looking forward to it though. The roast of James Franco, Labor Day. Um, okay, uh, here you go. Josh Gad is going to play Sam Kinison in an upcoming biopic. I think this is a terrible move. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Do tell. Do tell. Because they should have got Dan Fogler to do it. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you you know who Dan Fogler is, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They should have got Dan Fogler. They should have got Dan Fogler to do it. He's fucking perfect. He is... Sam Kinison reincarnate as far as mannerisms and, and you know not a, not comedic timing obviously he's not a stand up but just the way he looks and the way he can act uh, he could he could literally probably you you would you would be shocked at how much he probably could look like Sam Kinison if they did him upright. Well, did you? I mean, you did you see his 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 test his his screen test? No. Really? No. So you're saying this? You're saying this based on nothing other than you think he would be perfect? Yeah, I'm saying this based on so you, I know who he is, and I'm like that guy. Sam, that guy could be Sam Kinison. Yeah. So you have not seen? There's a there's a video really? of his screen test like two years ago. No shit. Yes. No, I didn't know that. You should be a casting director, <laughs> or or maybe not, since he didn't get cast. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start a YouTube channel. Where I cast movies by myself and then pass it off, <laughs> but it's going to be the actual cast, and I'm going to pass it off as my own work, <laughs> and see if anybody gets angry at me. Like a vessel, you mean? I'm a vessel. Yeah, that makes sense. Vessel, vessel. Yes. Yeah. I, so, I, yeah. This will this will be interesting with the Gad. Yeah. Uh, he's. Yeah. Josh Gad really doesn't fucking do it for me, dude. He's not. I don't. You know. I, I didn't see. Um, Book of Mormon. I heard he was awesome in that. Yeah, when he because he was part of the original cast. I heard he was awesome in that. Great, good for him. I just I, I didn't see it, and the stuff that I have seen him in. It's not, yeah, there I can't say I'm a huge fan. That's not. My but he was opinion. awful in 1600 Pen. Oh, <laughs> terrible <laughs> to me. For my my opinion, he was the reason that show got canceled. <laughs> Blame it all on him. <laughs> big time. Too much, man. Overacted. Oh, terribly. 
It was like he was on stage still. He was like trying to do all Broadway stuff. Hey, look at me over here. Here I am. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I hate that. Yeah. So I I I gotta check out that uh, I gotta check out that screen test because yeah, I'll send you I'll send you the link. We um we I mean we do. posted it like two years ago, but I I'm gonna repost it on Laughspin. Do it. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, but when is this? When is this supposed to come out? Is this fi- this is finally gonna do? Is, I mean, this is finally gonna happen. I mean, it's definitely gonna it's definitely happening. But yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's pre production at this point. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. So it'll be. Yeah. Thing. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I don't like it already. Uh, I don't like this either. Uh, Rashida Jones and Rob Lowe are leaving Parks and Rec. This was a big announcement over the week. Yeah. Uh, over this past week. Um. It's uh. Yeah. This is kind of. This is kind of bittersweet as they as they leave the cast. They've you know they kind of announced some 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 big time special guest stars. Um, they had a whole big thing. I don't know if you saw. I guess the next season they go to the the cast goes to England yeah. for some reason. Yep. Uh, because there was a picture of apparently Ron Swanson had his hand down his pants the entire time during a parade or something <laughs> or like some shit. I don't know what it was. I saw these pictures online and I was fucking laughing my balls off. Yeah, I think the I think the um, the premiere is like an hour long and it takes place in London. I think. Yeah, and I love the fact that my old boss Henry Winkler yes is gonna be John Ralphio's father. Um, John Ralphio is probably one of the greatest characters on television right now. He's he's amazing. <laughs> I love him. I love him. I love uh, I love Rodney from uh, Jim Jeffrey Show, and I love yes. fucking, uh, who else? And I love uh, Roger Sterling from Mad Men. Those are my three favorites right now on TV. <laughs> I am unfamiliar with that um, last one. Oh, Mad Men's awesome. Sterling's the best. Anyways, so that's cool. But uh, yeah, sad to see that Rob Lowe and Rashida Jones are leaving. Is there any specific reason? Do they have anything about that? Or? I don't. I mean, not that not that I've heard. Um, you know, they're both busy. I mean, they're they're both doing other things. But uh, I, I'm not sure that that's the reason. I just I don't know. Maybe mm. it was just time. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I love both uh, of the characters. I I mean, you know, it'll be so do I. It kind of sucks. Go. Yeah. This is literally the saddest news I've ever heard. <laughs> okay. Uh, but here's good news. Here's what? good news. Joe DeRosa, one of my faves, one of my favorite comedians. Yeah? Coming out with a new album. Really? September 3rd. Oh. It's called, they- it's called, uh, it's called You Will Die. Thanks. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. And, Don't have to remind uh, me of that. I think about that quite often. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Sure you do. You're human, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Joe DeRosa is coming out with a new album. It's called mm-hmm. You Will Die. It's out September 3rd. Uh, and because we're special and awesome, we have a, uh, a little preview track for you now, well before September 3rd. Here you go. I got to get active. I got to get active because I'm at infomercial age right now. That's a bad age to be at. That's a lazy age. Infomercial age is when you start watching infomercials going, hey, that looks pretty good. I like that. (laughs) And that's dangerous because every infomercial has the same unspoken message, which is, hey, are you tired of putting effort into anything? (laughs) No problem. 
problem. This cuts your food. This cooks the food. This feeds you the food. And here's a pair of pants that makes it look like you're not a big fat fuck. Now die unaccomplished. Pretty soon infomercials, they're just gonna bring a guy out and be like, fuck it, this guy's just gonna live your life for you from now on. He's, uh, is, he'll take you on a rowboat and beat you to death with an oar, like talented Mr. Ripley, and then he's gonna do your shit for you from there on out. Speaking of TV shows, uh, I'm really getting tired of uh, the TV shows they have where gay guys have to teach straight guys how to dress. It's annoying to me because they stereotype the straight guys on the shows. It's such a stereotype. Every straight guy on those shows is like, hey, you know me, man. I like pussy, so I don't understand colors. You know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, once a pussy gets in your gums, your color scheme's all out of whack. And I get it. I get it. A lot of straight guys have shitty taste. I get it. But guess what? So do a lot of gay guys. Can we stop acting like they have perfect taste? A lot of gay guys like a lot of shitty stuff. Real shitty. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Yeah. Any house music thing ever that's ever occurred. Dance remixes of classic songs. If you could read my mind, yeah. <laughs> Stop it, you fucking asshole. What are you doing to that song? <laughs> Kathy Griffin! <laughs> Kathy fucking Griffin! If it wasn't for gay guys, that Pez dispenser-headed twat wouldn't stain comedy every year with her Guess What Happened When I Ran Into Renee Zellweger specials. <laughs> Very good. Oh, Joey D. Very good. Very good. Joe DeRosa's new album, You Will Die. <laughs> I guess that's, how I have to, that's how you have to hype that up. You will die. It sounds like Eeyore when you say it. Uh, it comes out September 3rd, day after Labor Day. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, go get it. Go get it because that was funny. And there's probably more funny stuff in it. Yeah, I can't wait to dive into the entire thing. Um, Check this out, man. There's a bunch of festivals going on here. Comedy festivals. Yeah, we've 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 I, talked about uh, the what's it called the uh, the oddball comedy fest that's going on. With yeah, yes. and everything that's a that's a big one yes. coming up soon, and then they just don't stop the the you know just because the summer's ending, not the funny does not end. The funny does not end with the summer. <laughs> that's a, that's you know that's what my mom always used to tell it's on me. On a T-shirt you know? actually that I made. Yeah, back in the day. that was one of the things she used to tell yeah. me. So. So, uh, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that meant. The, but there's, uh, there's more festivals coming in, in the fall, in November. Um, two going on at the same time, two big ones. The Fun 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 Fest. Three funs. That's when it's serious. That's November 8th and November 10th in Austin. And then the New York City Comedy Festival, November 6th through November 10th. Um, I'm, all, I'm assuming that you're probably going to a lot of the stuff with the New York Festival, right? Sure. Yeah. And then also... You want to be my date? Kind of do. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll get into some shows. Oh, man. That'd be sweet. Let's see. Uh, let's let's look at that one first, then. 
And we'll go back to the fun, fun, fun fest, because that sounds pretty good, too. Uh, let's see. Wanda Sykes, Nick Swartzen. Oh, the aforementioned Kathy, Kathy Griffin. There she is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to that one and bring eggs and tomatoes. Oh, my God. I don't think I could sit through an hour, hour and a half of Kathy Griffin. I think I would shoot myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bill Burr. Uh-huh. That'd be fun. Uh, Jim Jeffries, Carnegie Jim Jeffries. Hall. Oh, my buddy. I love him. Uh, Anthony Jeselnik, Larry David is talking with uh, da- David Steinberg in a, at uh, Town Hall. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, so this is this has been going on. What? Well, this is, isn't this like ten years? Isn't this is this the tenth. Yeah, tenth anniversary in New York. Yep. Damn, dude, that's awesome. Um, and what what am I missing out of this one? Anything? Anything else? No, uh, that's all right. I mean, you can go on. The people can go on the site. Laugh spin. And uh, cool. you could you could see the full lineup, and um, yeah, the fun 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 fest that you mentioned is uh, in Austin, November eighth through November tenth, and that's like a music and comedy uh, joint situation. <laughs> there, Tenacious D is going to be there. Patton Oswalt, Craig Robinson, whole bunch of people. Slayer, Slayer. I love a festival that has Patton Oswalt and Slayer. Wow. Yes. That's that's crazy right there. That's a good one. Um, and then, uh, and then also too, a little bit earlier around the, right around the same time that the, uh, oddball comedy fest is going on here on the East coast, the high plains comedy festival in Denver, Colorado with, uh, Reggie Watts headline in this one looks like, um, any other, any other names that stick out to you on that one? Yeah. Kyle Kinane's going to be there. Matt Bronger, oh, Kurt, Kyle Kinane, Kurt, yeah. Kurt Bronoler, Brendan Walsh, a lot of good, um, Ben Roy, who is a Denver native, who's uh, been making a name for himself on the national comedy scene. Uh, So, yeah, High Plains Comedy Festival in Denver, August 23rd to 24th. And there's one last one. Yeah, one last one. It's right right around the same time as the first two we mentioned. November 9th and 10th, the Fawn Fest in Miami, Friends of Nature Music Festival. Um, this one stars a bunch of fucking dirty hippies. No, it's wh- <laughs> who's in this? Who's, who? <laughs> uh, Ted Alejandro, uh, Nikki Glazer. These are some of the names that that, that jump out to me. G- give me, give me some too. Wyatt Wyatt going to be there. Why see that one? Where is Wyatt? Oh yeah, there he is. Wyatt, he's Wyatt, the, he's there at the he bottom is. there. Wyatt Snack. Uh, Emily Heller. Emily Heller. I should mention she's an up and coming. Uh, comedian, she was um, one of the uh, variety, I believe. I hope I'm I'm right about this. I didn't do any research, uh, but I believe she was one of the the varieties ten comics to watch uh, this past month, which is uh, oh, a, hu- yeah. okay. a, a huge honor every year that Variety bestows yeah. upon up and comers. So um, so some, yeah, there's also music and stuff too in that one. Music and cultural food it says live entertainment uh all kinds of stuff so that's that sounds that sounds fun too in nice warm miami in november Mm, yeah it's a lot it's in florida yeah a lot of i figured you know i was gonna i was gonna mention that the new york comedy festival you know announced their lineup but then it was like you know what there's like a whole handful of, of festivals going on. So I figured let us do a service and tell all of our listeners nationwide and worldwide mm. what's, what's going on. And hello to our foreign, our foreign um, listeners. Avi I, I know we have them and we appreciate you, cool. you listening to us stupid Americans. Yep. 
morons we are. Uh, the, yeah, the comedy festival circuit is now becoming a, a bigger and bigger thing. It seems every year I, I Dude, see more and more coming, man. It's, it's crazy. When I started the site, when it was Punchline Magazine in 2005, there was like five comedy festivals. Now yeah. every year I cannot, I cannot keep up with the amount of comedy festivals uh you know um the lucille ball comedy festival just happened in jamestown new york right 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 uh, indiana has a comedy festival and Jeez. i some places have comedy festivals and it's bullshit comedy festivals it's like you know uh a series of like six shows over the course of two nights at the same venue i'm not even counting those there are ah. so many comedy festivals at this point that i just cannot I, I cannot keep up just for laughs. I mean, they used to have uh, the Montreal festival. Now they have the Montreal festival. They have the Toronto. They've won in Toronto. They've won in Chicago. Now it's just, I think it's bonkers. I think you can, you can pretty much, uh, you, you can pretty much um, thank uh, Bonnaroo for this for this kind of stuff, for this explosion. Just oh, because yeah, they, Bonner, kinda, too. They, they embraced, they really started embracing the up-and-coming comedians um, on their state, on their, you know, side stages, and they became, some of, some of these comedians become just as big as some of the headlining bands that they get now because yeah. Bonnaroo's huge, and, you know, people see how successful the, the, the comedy tents are at these big festivals, and they're like, you know what, fuck it, we're just going to do one completely of comedians and like this one that in miami that we talked about this one's at a you know this one sounds like it's just going to be just that and it's centered completely around the comedians it's at um virginia key beach park which you know it's two days and there's music and stuff you know probably some band stuff but you're literally you're literally it's like people going to be literally just camping out in a park watching comedy all day (laughs) it's pretty funny yeah i mean and that's the other thing you 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 bring up a good point the the and where there's not comedy festivals, like dedicated comedy festivals, more and yeah. more arts festivals are incorporating. There's the, um, I think it'll be done by the time people listen to this, but in San Francisco, there's the um, outside, outside lands. Mm. I think it'll be, it, it's going on August 9th through the 11th. Um, mm. So I think it, you know, it, it'll be done by the time people listen to this, but um the Outside Lands Festival is a is a music and food festival that um, you know that they're incorporating comedy into this year. And you mentioned Bonnaroo. I know I know the gal. Her name is Rocky. She's awesome. Um, she's the one who books Bonnaroo, and I believe also helped uh, with Outside Lands in San Francisco. I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. Cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, more and more festivals. South by Southwest. Here's, oh, yeah, huge. He, Shit, when the fucking Gathering of the Juggalos has, like, some top, like, A-lister comics, you know, those those fucking three-celled retards, uh, they they get, you know, they get... I, this year, they I know Jim Norton's going there. Um, and, you know, it's, cra- it's crazy. And now... And, and, yeah, it's just... It's a draw. It is a draw, because I think... Much like... Let's bookend this. We can bookend this like this. Uh, unlike what was proven by the gentleman who ripped off Patrice O'Neill, I think with stuff like this, people appreciate more and more true original, uh, original talented comedians. 
So I, I think it, you, you you tend to see the success of comedy festivals because of that. The people kind of crave that because there's not as much of that going around nowadays. And now you get to see the people that actually are good at their craft. So. So I guess the bottom line is get out there, go see a, a comedy festival if you're inclined to do so and in the area of one of these great ones. Um, yeah, they're, they're always happening, not just in summer, in fall as well. All right, what do you think, man? We get out of here? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's, let's get out of here. Guys, thank you, uh, as always. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Laugh Spin Podcast, either on iTunes or on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn.com. Please go and do that. Uh, be sure to visit LaughSpin.com, of course. And also visit us on uh, Twitter at LaughSpin.com and on Tumblr and on the old Facebook. The old Facebook. Old Man River, as we like to call around the old campfire. Uh, for us newbies, you want to go to SoundCloud, sir. SoundCloud and all things comedy because that's our comedy network, uh, podcast network, and also too SoundCloud is just fun, man. I'm I'm enjoying SoundCloud more and more as yeah. we get uh, we get all in it, get up all up in it. Uh, it's good stuff, man. SoundCloud's fun, uh, and also too you can check me out on uh, my other podcast, Masters of None, MastersofNone.com. Just started up the uh, latest season, so please check us out. We're actually doing a uh, this weekend coming up Friday, as a matter of fact. We're doing a film commentary to one of my, probably one of my favorite terrible movies, and that would be The Last Dragon, Buried Gordy's The Last Dragon, which, I don't know, if you've ever seen that? I have never seen that, no. Oh my god, then you have to listen, sir. You can listen live if you'd like to as well, Friday. Friday we're going to do a live show, and Sunday we're doing a live show from um, uh, the Newburgh uh, Brewing Festival, I think it is, in Newburgh, New York. I think that's what it's called. Sorry, sorry, I'm totally not plugging it right, but... Newburgh, New York, we're going to be there doing a, a live podcast with a, a bunch of breweries, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you for that, for coming over to Masters of None as well. Uh, all right, let's get out of here. Laugh Spin Podcast. We'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.